Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. Don't go for landing. Retro. Go. I don't. Go. I go. Capcom, we're go for landing. 30 feet down, two and a half. Picking up some dust. Four forward, drift into the right a little. 30 seconds. Forward, just. Contact light. Okay, engine stop. We copy you down, Eagle. Houston, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Live. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John Granato, Len Zerline, and the Master of Ceremony, RJ. Apparently it's the anniversary of Apollo 11. That therefore, that's why we had that open this morning here on ESPN 97.5 okay. and 92.5. Uh, that was that Neil Armstrong, and Command Module Pilot, Michael Collins, and so... Uh, that was one leap for mankind, one giant leap for mankind. So that's the anniversary today. Okay. Just so you know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, historically, it was a pretty big deal. I'm not sure you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like the one of the biggest event of the of previous century. Oh, you mean that fake well, moon landing? Yeah. I know it's not. It was not, done in a stage at a... It's it's not Britney Spears getting slapped by you know, a, a security guard, but it was it was big, too. I can tell you that's one of the smallest events ever right now when you consider all the things that have gone on. Um, as you mentioned, the Britney Spears slapping yeah. is, a, is a big one. Well, self-slap or whatever you want to call it. Well, you're, you're hitting yourself. Yeah. You're hitting yourself. You're hitting yourself. You're hitting yourself. <laughs> it's a big brother move. We had NBA Summer League. Yeah, uh, almost a championship. <clears throat> Chaz McCormick just keeps hitting bombs. And I mean, and you want to talk about a moon landing? No one cares about moon landing. Well, the everyone already knows that the conspiracy theorists already told you that never happened. You weren't here yesterday for the big news, which the New York Post and Michael Schwab both talking about the Astros going for Dylan Cease. And I, I and, actually that didn't make its way to L.A. I didn't hear it that. Didn't, one. Oh yeah, Dylan uh, Cease and Louis Louis Robert. I, I did hear that one. Yeah, I did not hear Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease and Louis Robert. Uh, both of them. And, you know, everybody, well, we'll give up, um, you know, Jake, Jake Myers, and we'll give up Corey Lee. And, you know, maybe we'll have to throw in Drew Gilbert. Nah, that ain't going to happen, bro. That None of that is going to happen. What if I said to you, now Dylan Cease has two years left on his deal of arbitration. Luis Robert has four years, four years makes it expensive and it's well it's it's uh nine million next year 12 2020 but the last two years are team options they're team they're club options so that's a positive a real positive you only got two years of kyle tucker left yeah what about four years of Luis robert yeah instead of kyle that's Tucker. probably how you you look at it but you'd be moving kyle tucker you move kyle tucker and Jeez. maybe hunter and hunter brown but i mean that's the yeah, that's the smart thing to do. That's the painful thing, but that's, that's you'd lose without five years. losing multiple players. Right, you'd lose five years of Hunter Brown. Yeah. Well, you're picking up two, and then you're you're, and then you have to focus on Cease has to stay. Yeah, 
Yeah, you got to get Cease to stay. You have to get Cease to Well, stay. and some people are like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Cease has had one good year. He had his high year, but he's also been – he hasn't been all that great, and that's the truth it, Truth be told. But we've seen Dylan Cease, and with the law firm of Murphy and Miller, I think Dylan Cease in an Astros uniform – We the last time we saw Dylan Cease, he was unhittable. Well, you know, Miller and Murphy were really good last year. This year it hadn't been so great. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. We're just going to go off of how – Right. Pitchers perform. Hunter Brown, Christian Javier, the bullpen. They've all been, I, I don't want to say disaster. Some, well, some disaster, some, some yeah. really disappointing. Yeah, right. So they I haven't been able to write Montero. No, no. So usually, if it wasn't for this year, I'd say, oh, yeah, the Astros know what it takes to be a great pitcher. They find it. They fine-tune it. And then you're fine. This year has made me a little bit, just give me at least a little pause. Yeah. Because it's been bad with two guys that I thought were really good. Yeah. Hunter Brown has not been himself. Uh, Christian Javier has been a, a disaster at times. Rafael Montero is one of the worst pitchers in baseball. It it really has. Uh, Presley has struggled Stanek. mightily. Stanek is not, the, doesn't seem like the same guy. I mean, it's up and down other than Neris and Maton. I mean, nobody, and, and Fromper. Fromper has been himself one of the best pitchers in baseball. But this is really, yeah, you're right. I mean, it hasn't been the same this season for whatever reason. Maybe the sticky tech, maybe that's catching up to him. I don't know, maybe that's catching up to Javier. I don't know. But he did get paid this offseason, and it seems like that that's always seems to be the case. Whenever you get paid, you know, you'll fall off the world. But that is an interesting, well, I, 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 we've seen so many people on Twitter, that's never going to happen. Shut up. Why would you do that? But why? Listen, Luis Robert has had his injuries. He's a 900 OPS guy. This is a 900 OPS guy well, that you would really, have in your team control for four that's years. That's a really big deal nowadays. Yeah, too. 900, 900 is a big number. Yeah. Is a big number uh, nowadays. Hell, with the pitching and everything else the way the way that it is, 900 is a big number. And Luis Robert, you have him for four years under your control. And even if it is at those prices, those are still a bargain for the numbers that that guy can yeah. put up even though he has had some injuries, and that's a problem. Now, he did bang into a wall and separate his shoulder, so I don't, I don't know that that's – he was going for a, a baseball early, what was it, a couple of years ago, and, and banged into the wall and was done. So it's been, it's been you know, a little bit of a roller coaster ride with Luis Robert, but he's one of the better, better uh, outfielders in baseball. And so is Kyle Tucker. But you only got – listen, I think you've got to come to the – everybody out there. You've got to come to the conclusion that Kyle Tucker will not be here after two more years. Nope. nope. He just he's won't. already made a decision that he's going to play the free agency game, and the Astros just don't play it. So not not at the highest level. So if Kyle wants to play it at the highest level, you're not going to have him. So the quicker you get something for him, just the idea that Shohei Atani, with all his value, could walk away from the Angels for nothing is like other than draft picks is staggering. And you're losing every year that you don't trade him. Now he'll have, he'll have a year and two months left at next year's trade deadline, but that's only one more year. That's only you know a year and two months that you'll have him under control. He's going to be val- He's going to be less of a value. Yeah. Right now, if you if you did trade Kyle Tucker, <laughs> you would you would get a, a, a bit a nice value for him, and then you might be able to convince him that he's going to stay there. And, you know, if you can work out a contract with him. But it looks like he wants to head to free agency and see what his value is. Maybe the Astros just – well, first of all, the Astros aren't offering a long-term contract anyway. We know that. Yeah. They're not offering a long-term deal. And he wants a long-term deal, and I can't blame him. 
The dude is one of the best outfielders in baseball, and he's going to want he wants to get paid, and he wants long term security. And the Astros just aren't the team that offer it. The team that he might go to might they might be a team that does a ten year deal. That's what he's going to be looking for. He's going to be looking for that long term big money contract, and he deserves it. When you look at the rest of uh, some of the guys that are getting those big contracts, Kyle Tucker deserves it. He's got a sweet swing. Kyle Tucker ain't going anywhere. He's going to be a good ball player for years. Yeah, and years he's to come. going to be. He's a he's a five he's a five tool player. Yep, he's a five two off a five tool outfielder. He can hit for average power. He can run. He can throw. He's good in the field. Like I, honestly, Kyle Tucker. I mean, is exactly what you want in the outfield. And and the amount of if if you can't trade him in a straight up deal, you leverage Kyle Tucker. One one strategy could be you leverage Kyle Tucker for high level prospects a, a player on the roster and a multiple high level prospects in in a in organizations uh minor leagues and then you can potentially use that if you want to go out and and try to get ro- <clears throat> go out and get uh Luis Roberts or you you know or frankly you just say hey we've got you know we've got Jordan we've got Chaz McCormick's really becoming a player uh we'll wait until next season and see what we do with free agency but we're replenishing some of the young talent who could be the next guys on the come up because it's not going to be that long from now where Jose Altuve is gone. Yeah. You know, Altuve will be gone at some point. Is this the time? I hate to say it, but he's starting to, he's starting to break down a little bit. He's yeah. 33 years old. He's played a lot, a lot of, a lot of baseball. And you, you know, he's, he's 33. Yeah. He's, he feels older. Yeah. He, I know. But he's he, been up in the bigs forever and he's played a lot of baseball. He's played a lot of baseball, but He's starting to, to it's starting to catch maybe it's starting to catch up with him a little bit. I don't want to kick Jose I don't want to kick Kyle Tucker to the curb. I don't want to kick Jose oh, Altuve no. to the curb. But you know, you're starting to get to a point. I, I hear people saying the window is closing on this team. It's not closing on this team. There's still a lot of good young talent here. You pick up a pitcher of seats. Listen, right okay, let me ask you this. You go into the postseason as is right now. Now, there's another story this morning out of San Diego that Blake Snell is a possibility for the Astros. Now, you're, he's a rental. You're not giving up a ton for Blake. Blake Snell, though, looks really good. Blake Snell is throwing really well. Uh, you know, Blake Snell. Blake Snell Snell's the one who goes, we're out here risking our life every time we step on the field. Did, Remember during in COVID? His basement, every, in his mom's basement? Yeah, he was, twi- he was on a Twitch stream. Uh-huh. He goes, every, we're out here trying to risk our life. Man, y'all want us to risk our life. We could die. Every time we step on the field, we could die. Like, wait a minute. Name all the guys. Are that you getting died confused with your Call of Duty stream? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're just a left-hand pitcher. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, you could die. They look. I've seen somebody yeah. break their arm. Dave Dravecki throwing like yeah. he pitched and his arm snapped. I did see that. Yep. And people have been hit by line drives, but yeah, he felt a little over the top. Blake Snell. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what the Astros do. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm not in favor of rentals this year. I just this one is a rental. The yeah, Blake Snell I, would be. A I don't rental. think it's the Astros' year. I, I just honestly don't. So if any moves you make need to be for also the future, like you need to have the future in mind. And the other two you just mentioned, Cease and Luis Roberts, those are. I mean, those are moves for the future. So, so Dana Brown, you know, on uh, on on Sean Salisbury's show, Dana Brown said, you know, this is going to be you got to watch. This is just going to be a double. We're not going to hit home runs. Somebody told me behind the scenes said he's swinging for the fences. You can you can forget that he's trying to make a big 
the Astros are not the Astros. What got Justin Verlander at the at the trade deadline? They got Zach Grinke at the trade deadline. Uh, you know, they went and traded for Garrett Cole. That was an offseason move. But they, you know, they're not. And and maybe one of the reasons that James Click ain't here is because he wasn't nearly aggressive enough for Jim Crane. I, that was the thought behind the scenes was that Jim Click. You know what? He he wants somebody that's going to be more aggressive. Well, Dana Brown. Apparently, I mean, he downplayed it, and it's probably a smart thing to do when you keep your expectations low for the fan base. Oh, and then all of a sudden you come up with a Dylan Cease. It's like, wow, you what a great job this guy did, right? But if you tell everybody, well, oh, we're swinging for the fences and then get uh, uh, just a Which mediocre. Which frankly happened the last two years. Yeah. We've heard that. The Astros... We're going to be very aggressive. They've said that publicly. Absolutely. Man, I don't, I don't know why you There's said nothing, any, any expectations. Just... Fly under the radar and just do your business. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Well, you don't have to convince Astros fans you're trying, do you? I mean, you win all the time. It's what the Astros do, though. This is what the Astros do. They're going. They ain't going to sit on their hands. Jim Crane ain't ain't about sitting on his hands. Jim Crane is about going out and getting stuff done and winning and winning at the highest level. So I I would not be surprised at all if he doesn't hit some kind of a home run here shortly. And the names that are being thrown around now. I don't know if they're willy nilly. I don't know if Dylan Cease and Louis Robert are Luis Robert are are willing being thrown around willy nilly. I don't know, but I do know that I, I fully expect the Astros to do something that you're going to say at some point. You're going to say, "Wow!" But Luis Robert makes sense. I mean that that makes sense that you extend your you extend your window of club control. Yep, is what you do. You may not have Kyle Tucker, but you extend your. Your window of club control. That makes sense for what they like to do. I mean, we're just speculating. I don't know the Kyle Tucker's on the trade on, on, on the trade block. No, no, right. No idea. But, but if but you that's needed... all, that, but the, the the stuff that people are throwing out there, it's just ridiculous. Listen, it's gonna hurt to get Luis Robert or Dylan Cease. It's gonna hurt bad. And Kyle Tucker and Hunter Brown, that's hurting if if that was the case, if that was something that it just that takes they would fewer do. players, but yes, it would yeah, it would hurt, but it actually makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it it makes sense in terms of being able to leverage certain talent to to prevent you from, you know, having to 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 ship four players, no, right, five players. Oh, whatever. and and well, you don't have a minor league system that you can do it with anyway. And no. he has said Drew Gilbert ain't on the Drew, Drew Gilbert is not for sale, so yeah. that ain't be. happening. Seven fourteen, ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. Spencer, we'll get you in. On the other side, right here on ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Don't go anywhere. ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Right where you belong. That song belongs to me. Veritex Community Bank Studios. It's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh, yay. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Bull says, Brian, saw JG on a sports map clip, and he's got the Obi-Wan Kenobi look down. Which is what? I, he had a, a, a white beard, I guess, like I do. Oh, is that what he's talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you had the... John Boy... 97.5 CTH, the unholy trinity of shippy baseball takes writing news. <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. Appreciate you. Maybe Dana Brown is downplaying the deadline because he came in talking about extending Tucker, Fromber, Altuve, and Bregman, and none of that happened. Um, 
Yeah, maybe, or maybe he. Yeah, he doesn't want to get the fan. But listen, if you're a, we're gonna we're swinging for the fences. We're gonna go. We're gonna go get something. And then you come back with, you know, Louis, Lucas Giolito. It's like, well, okay, thanks. yeah. It, 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 he, Which is what Dana happened. Brown's going out there saying, well, we're probably just gonna hit a double. Everybody, let's I mean, not let's not get crazy. It's it's happened. Yeah, it's happened before. But uh, where they the Astros have said that and they've come back with with something light. But no. I think all these things have to be up for discussion. All of them do because. At some point, if you if you lose value pieces, you know the Angels are going through this right now with the most valuable player in baseball, and they don't know what they don't know what to do. Their hands are tied. I yep. mean, they're making so much money just having them on the team, but eventually, if he goes to the Dodgers, you know you've got to you got to move him to the Dodgers so you get something in exchange, and then the Dodgers have a bunch of leverage because they know, hey, we may just be able to sign him and not trade anyway. Dodgers may not even want to. Do business if they yeah, think they right. just sign them. Well, if they could just sign them and not give up the farm, because you're going to have to give up the farm. Yeah, so. The Dodgers have a great system, though. The Dodgers, uh, hey, but I, if I was the Dodgers, I'd be leery. Remember when they traded Jordan Alvarez? Yeah, how'd that work out for Josh Fields? How'd that work out for him? Spencer, what you thinking about all this? Um, I have a really bad feeling about all of it. Um, it reminds me of the post-Hunsicker Tempura days where the Astros made some really bad free agent decisions and then doubled down with some really bad trades, you know, and the, and the one that was the worst one was when they said that they wouldn't give Pettit another year. And so he went back to the Yankees. And so we traded three or four players for Jason Jennings. Um, <laughs> this, this is, you know, this has all the feelings of, really dumb moves. And, you know, Luis Robert would be a nice addition. Um, Dylan Cease is not that guy. He's had one good season. He doesn't go deep in the games. I mean, and you're talking about trading Hunter Brown for him. They appear to be a wash, and Brown has more more club control over Brown. But the Astros, this is not the Astros' season. And they, I don't think they're one pitcher away or one hitter away and the idea that you're going to move someone like Hunter Brown or Kyle Tucker for Dylan Cease, that just, just, I, I think that would just be a disaster. Now, if you can go get Snell and Hader, um, maybe Marcus Stroman without, you know, without giving up everybody, make those moves. But, but this idea of giving up Hunter Brown for, for Dylan Cease, or it really honestly, Anybody but Jake Myers for Dylan Cease, it just doesn't make any sense. He, he's not that great of a pitcher. <laughs> and, and, you know, and it, and it makes me really nervous that, you know, Crane apparently fired Click because Click didn't make some big splashy moves. Well, he, he went and got Yiner Diaz and Maton for, for Miles Straw. And, and now you bring in Dana Brown, who's like, man, we're going to crush it. And you're like, oh, jeez Louise, here, here, here we go. Here well, comes Tim Papara. Well, you know, I, 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 really disagree, I disagree. There's nothing about this organization that's the same as that, that dead Drayton McLean organization. I'm, I don't know why you would think that, first of all. Uh, I don't, what, what indication whatsoever it gives you the feeling that this is like that, that you're going to go out and get a Jason Jennings? Secondly, Dylan Cease has unbelievable stuff. It's it, it has un, if he can put it together. Uh, Dylan Cease is a top major league pitcher, and well, I, I mean I, whether or not they get him, I, I have no idea whether or not they get him. We'll, we'll see what the stories are. Talking to the White Sox about Dylan Cease is one thing; getting Dylan Cease is is totally another. But 
I ain't compare. There is nothing about this organization that reminds me of the Tim Perpura days. Good Lord. No. <laughs> My goodness. No, from ownership, obviously ownership on down. But um, I do think you have to be careful that you don't just, you know, you, you have to be careful that you don't leverage an entire organization, that you don't panic. You still have to. I mean, the one thing that, that we saw in the offseason was bad moves. We saw bad contracts. Yeah. And it's the first well, time we have we Dana had, Brown now, and we don't have yeah, that. Yeah, but I but. don't know what Dana Brown does. Well, Right. Nothing against Dana Brown. I know where he worked previously. Well, I know, he wasn't the general manager. Yeah, I know he was great in the draft for the Braves because right. he ran their draft, and he was great. And he also saw – listen, he was there when they traded for three outfielders that won them a World Series. Yeah, no, I, I, I know he was there. Yeah. But he's got a – you know, I think that the, the Astros are in a little bit of a precarious spot because when you look at this team, I like McCormick. I don't know that he's, that he's ever going to be uh, – I, I mean, he's, you know, he's definitely having a good season. I don't know if he's ever going to be, um, you know, uh, George Springer. Uh, Jake Myers does some stuff here and there. Dubon is a nice, a nice talent, but he's not. He's not Jose Altuve. You've got Michael Brantley is basically done. You got a nice catcher coming up, which which is good. You got a first baseman who is old and and is is you know on the backside of his career. And then Bregman is. Like I don't know, I don't know that the Astros just saying yeah they're just the Astros right now, even without the injuries I don't know that they're just the Astros from before when it was young core, Kyle Tucker, uh, Bregman. Well, it was just Correa, last year, Altuve. so I mean it's not like they've they're 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 that much older. They just last year they were the best team in baseball, but so. they had to have yeah, they were, but they had the best performance in the history of the postseason from the bullpen. Yep, Justin Verlander's gone. This Christian Javier. You know, now Christian Javier had been good, but he 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 wasn't sustained like Fromber. Fromber's had a sustained run, and we're counting a lot on a guy who is hopefully Justin Verlander light. But, yeah, um, but, right, right. No, you got injury. I'm just saying, I don't take this Astros run for granted. I think they they need to be careful about. I, I think this is a precarious situation where certainly you have to have Jeremy Pena come back to playing like he did last year at the end of the year. That's like. That's a given. You have to have that. Yeah. One of the reasons you won, John, is because of Jeremy Pena. Yep. No, no. You mean the MVP of the world, of the yeah. ALCS in the World Series? As yeah. a rookie. As a rookie. The gold glove? Yeah. All of those things. He's not that guy. He hasn't taken... Hey, he's not that guy, pal. He hasn't taken that step this year that we thought he was going to take. He definitely hasn't. And no, he has to start playing better. Let's get Charlie in here. His thoughts. Hey, Charlie. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, hey, I just wanted to talk about the trade deadline. I just wanted to see uh, if y'all thought this is like one of the, I guess has like, it's one of the trade lines that has some of the, most, the biggest storylines, I guess. At least I can, that I can remember. I mean, you got Shohei, of course. You got uh, the Mets floundering and the Padres floundering, so they might sell. Now I'm hearing that the Yankees, uh, like the owners, like talking about being underneath the cap line, so basically means they're probably going to sell too. And that's, Seems like seems like uh, melting the Yankees fans' faces off that decision, and then uh, of course I was trying to find some some more players, but I don't know. I'm more in the mindset of just stay still and wait for the guys to come back. If we don't win this year, that's fine. If if, uh, if they all come back next year, we'll run it back. But that, uh, yeah, I just want to see what y'all thought about that. That's my thought. Although I do think that right now, if you could if you could make a move, for example, if you could do. Oh, Spencer made some points, though, about Dylan Cease. I mean, your pitching department, spin rate, all the analytics, and 
your his pitching spin coaches. rate is still up. His, yeah. Dylan Cease's spin rate is still up. They have to be on board that they think they can turn him into a really mm-hmm. consistent starting one, starting two guy if you're going to deal Hunter Brown. Because Hunter Brown does is under club control for a long time. We know he's got good stuff. We know Hunter Brown has major league stuff. And that club control for five years is a monster. I mean, that really allows you to do a lot with your roster. One of the reasons that you could make deals and, and pay certain players right now is because Fromberg does not make a boatload of money. Christian Javier doesn't make a boatload of money. Um, Hunter Brown is cheap. Urquidy is cheap. Like, these guys are relatively cheap for being how good you know, they were last year. So you you have keeping cheaper players and club control players in place is what allows you to keep your core together to an extent. You can't keep them all together. Not the Astros. They're not going to. They're not going to, you know, Jim Crane is not going to go empty. He's not going to just start taking losses just to feel the team that he thinks can win a World Series. He wants to do it the smart way. That's what made so the offseason so disappointing. It was not the smart way. Yeah. The first time Astros baseball did not operate very intelligently. Uh, no, no, and uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, this is all obviously speculation. It's all of uh, it, that's what that's what sports talk is. Listen, we're I, I, everybody's got an opinion, and I can un, I can understand the opinion of no, let's not do anything. I also understand the uh, what Jim Crane has done over the years. He ain't sitting on his hands. I, I don't believe that he's going to take the approach that you and Charlie want. That he's just going to go. Well, if we don't win this year, that's okay. That ain't Jim Crane. No, it's it's not. Uh, sometimes you just have to say. Like, yeah, you're right, Jim Crane. I, I, I look at this, and you and I have had this conversation at times, off the air and on the air. Sometimes you look at it and say, eh, it's just not going to happen this year. It just doesn't feel like it's that kind of year. You're right. I'm not sure Jim Crane does, does no, that. He doesn't. He because doesn't. he saw it. didn't look like it was going to be their year in 17. They were really trending down, and all of a sudden they got Verlander, and the whole thing changed. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if people don't remember, 17 was a feel-good year, and all of a sudden it started going in a tank. And 19, he said, you know what? Let's get, give up all those guys. Let's go get Zach Grinke. And they should have won a World Series. They didn't because of some move, because of the managerial move. But, um, you know, and then he, they ain't afraid. They ain't afraid to go for it, and they, he ain't afraid to go and, and make big, splashy moves, and we'll see if they do it here. We're running out of time. We'll find out uh, here in the very near future. We'll see what Dana Brown is all about. I think Jim Crane likes an aggressive general manager. I think I think we know that, so we'll find out whether or not uh, Dana Brown has got that in him. Uh, but Dana Brown has got a nice track record. We'll see what it's all about. No matter what happens, people are going to disagree. People are going to disagree if they give up uh, uh, you know, major league at the guys at the major league level, which is the, which is what they're going to have to do if they go get a big, big top of the line uh, starter. Hey, it's time to uh, talk about right now. It's time to talk about HoustonPowderCoaters.com. Just speaking of the biggest and the best by volume, it's Houston Powder Coaters. 20 years of business experience, five-star customer service. They're just awesome at what they do. And they do it all over. Fulshire, Baytown, Crosby, Mount Bellevue, Galveston, Willis, and no matter where you are, and they'll pick up and deliver whatever it is that you are, uh, want to get powder-coated. And it could be, I don't know, what whatever metal it is, It's if it's something of value to you that you want to keep, you want it to, to look beautiful, you want it to look new again, you, if, you're, if, you're, if you've priced patio furniture, you're like, wow, it's going to be much more economical to, to, to refurbish this. Than, and, oh, by the way, it might be, have been your grandma's, it could have been your parents that you wanted to keep. 
it's going to be a lot less expensive to send it to Houston Powder Coaters. Free pickup and delivery, car parts, wheels, lift kits, bumpers, patio furniture, whatever it is that you've got to have powder coated, it is the time to go to HoustonPowderCoaters.com or 281-676-3888. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You do like me. I just don't like you no more. You do like me. I don't. The Veritex Community Bank Studios currently contains two human beings, as well as two live western pygmy rattlesnakes and six emperor scorpions. You know, for protection. Here's John Granado and Lance Zerline. Hey, welcome back here on ESPN 975 If you've got any thoughts about any of the stuff that we've been talking about so far, a lot of Astros trade talk uh, so far. You were in L.A. the last couple of days. NFL meetings, you're bringing anything back, anything of consequence for us? Yeah, uh, we had a guy named George Stewart who uh, went through a lot of the rules stuff. I mean, it got a little contentious in there. Steve Smith and Michael Robinson uh, were two of the guys who did not like some of the rules. They showed videos, so I tell you what could end up happening is XFL kickoff. Remember we talked about that? The the NFL wants the kick. They want the foot back in the game. Quote, unquote, they want the foot back in the game. So, the kickoff um, has been basically eliminated yeah. from football. It's like 80% are non-returnable. Who wants and, the foot back? Steve Smith? So, no. NFL owners want the foot back in the game. So, what they may do is you may see them potentially move it back to the 30-yard line. And do you remember how the XFL did it? Where, yeah. where they the, lined up 10 the yards offense apart. is 20 yards at the 20-yard line. The defense, the cover team, is at the 30-yard line yeah. of the other team. It looks weird. It looks extremely weird. However, I think the NFL looked at that and said, you know, because they've got studies on where concussions happen, mm-hmm. and it's primarily people on the cover team running down at full speed. Um, and that allows for contact early on without the collision speed. So I wouldn't be surprised <clears throat> if they did that. They've got a new helmet mechanism uh, that protects the back of the head for quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. On slam downs that they believe will reduce at 15 to 20% because they've shown that the, the, the force on the head is down 15 to 20%. Um, this is just some of the, the injuries. Some of, some of the stuff I can share uh, that they had. Now, one thing, Steve Smith was really, in terms of targeting stuff, they were talking about targeting and, and things like that they were going after. They're really going to make a point of emphasis, get ready for a lot more penalties on people ducking their heads and leading their, with their heads, including running backs. They're going to make that a greater wow. point of emphasis this year. If you load up your head and then you lead with it, um, you're going to start seeing flags. They want to take the helmet out of the game, and that's that's what made some of the players, former players, a little upset and coaches uh, because, you know, for Steve Smith, he said, well, now they're going to target down below. They're going to target my legs. They're going to target knees. And then, you know, like I said, one of the guys up on the, the panel, you could see him getting frustrated with, with Steve Smith because it was Steve Smith's airing of grievances. Mm-hmm. Every breakout that we had, we went. I was in Steve's group. Wherever we went, we went three different groups. And Steve had some airing of grievances for people. And he's an intimidating guy now, the way he talks. <laughs> but Steve likes me, so I'm good with Steve. But uh, he, they basically, NFL said, look, Steve, we have done the studies, and the ACL injuries have not changed. The lower extremity injuries have not changed since we put targeting in. 
So I they don't believe that's going to happen. But I do think you will see a new kickoff rule uh, very soon to get that back in. Those shells that you see, the different kind of foam helmets. You think it's going to be the XFL? Yes. Really? The, the XFL Just 10 yards apart? Yeah, they like that. Really? Well, they like not. They want kickoffs, and they don't want collisions that cause uh, that cause. Uh, uh, and they got the data from the XFL, like almost no concussions from kickoffs, and they want kickoffs back in it. So yeah, I think they're going to use. I think they're going to use what the XFL did. Another thing that you can look for is, uh, you know, some of the. I think they're going to have those helmets, those those soft shells. Yeah, I think they're going to use it throughout the preseason. Every player is supposed to use it, like, but I think they get a choice. But the soft shells, I think, are going to be mandatory for quarterbacks uh, because they found that 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 reduces uh, that reduces concussions and, and the great kazoo. Yeah, by about forty percent. Really, forty to fifty percent. Well, Tua, so, it's going to be called the Tua. Yeah, and that's another one. They had, they took a look at it's called a s- snatch and sling or something like that where it's going to be penalties, it could potentially be a penalty. If they deem that it, it's an unusual action or whatever, where you grab a player, and a quarterback especially, and sling, and sling him. him to the ground, yep. uh, that could end up being hey, a penalty. Sometimes so. that's the only way you could tackle Well, I know. That's why I, think I hate it. putting that in the hands of the ref because well, they screw it so up. So here's what they said. Like, they admitted the offensive pass interference that came about because of the Saints thing. I mean, the pass interference thing because of the Saints thing. Yeah. They said, we that was a disaster. Yep. That was an absolute disaster. And um, one of the things that they want to do is if it's a subjective, if it's objective, that's fine. But anytime they get to subjective, they're not going to, like Rich Eisen said, why do you not overturn 15-yard penalties that we can see on TV? Yeah. It's not a, it's not a hand to the helmet or it's not, it's not a, you let it stand when we've got technology that could overturn that, have an impact in the game. And I, it, to me, that's the most sensible question you could possibly ask. And their whole thing is if it's subjective, they don't want to take the. They don't want to undermine the subjectivity of the NFL umpires. You know the, the NFL officials. They'll get some right. They'll get some wrong. But if it's a, an objective call, they do want to be able to step in. But they're not going to step in for stuff like that. The fifteen yard. Also, the tripping penalty is going to go from ten to fifteen yards. The same as a leg whip. That's a little thing. And then you know we learned about some stuff. I can't really share stuff we learned about viewing habits and and. Uh, you know, it's the world is, as you know, the world's changing. I mean, the un, the the cord, the cord cutting has been a has had a major impact. So, I think you're going to see NFL Plus is out there now. They are really going to. There's going to be some really cool stuff on NFL Plus. So, I think uh, a lot of fans are going to end up probably subscribing to NFL Plus. You get all your local games. Like, you know, if you're on the road and you can't, how do you see? Like, I, I couldn't through DirecTV. I couldn't see the Texans when they played locally on there. A lot of times it would black it out, or Sunday Ticket would black it out. I guess on NFL Plus, you will get your local games. So if you watch on your on your screen on your TV because you got the app, or you watch on your phone or an iPad, you'll be able to see all the in market local games on that app when you subscribe. So, um, well, thanks. It's not, it's not every game. Well, thanks. You mean we'll be able to see if we pay for it? We'll be able to see it. That's great. Thank you. Yes, that's thank right. you, NFL. That's right. Well, you were anyway. If you're a cord cutter, you were anyway. What? I guess you don't have to if you have a an antenna on your home. But how were you able to watch it before on your mobile device? Uh, you oh, I, you know it's funny. I've been in other cities before where, during a Texans game, and no, you I've can't. seen it. You I've can't. seen it on Yahoo or somewhere. You can. I think you have to be outside of the. 
Yeah. I think you have to be outside of the geo tra- the geofencing, where if you're outside of it, yeah. they'll allow you to do that. Okay? Yeah. Well, now we will get to watch it in in uh, on on uh, in the city. Yeah. Sure. Give us some money. Okay. That's right. That's exactly. Thank you. Give us some money. If I pay you for something, yeah. you're actually going to give it. Thank you, NFL. Wow. Yeah. If you pay us, the like we let people listen for free. Did you get a big raise while you were there? I didn't. I didn't. You did. Uh, not sure. Yeah. Big raises are flying out the door. Okay. Right now in sports media. There's one guy who gets a big raise, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee gets all the money. In sports. He got uh, all the money. I can tell you this, man. Sports media with the way, and this just goes from all the data I've seen, it's going to keep it's going to keep changing drastically. Yeah. Drastically. Fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer jobs. Let me like, put it this way. Like the this. lowest common denominator, if you don't like Kendrick Perkins TV, well, too bad. Because they're about to do some dumb TV. Yeah. I'm not saying NFL Network. I'm saying... Because ours is, you know, based around just the NFL. We've got some good former players on there. Oh, Pep Hamilton. I thought Pep Hamilton is, is going to be on NFL Network. Leslie Frazier. I don't know how how often, but Pep Hamilton and Leslie Frazier are both there. Um, <clears throat> those are the two new coaches who are there. You know who I talked to that I liked a lot was Jason McCourty. Man, is he sharp. Yeah. Jason McCourty, who's on Good Morning Football now. I mean... He's the kind of guy you would have loved in the locker room with the yeah with the the McCourty brothers are yeah they're they're, they're geez, just like they are, great you know, teammates they're like Allegedly. patriot yeah. type guys yeah 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 it gets all about ball. over under three and a half things lost by Lance on this trip what do you got oh uh, no no it was under uh, I thought I lost my headphones uh, I didn't I found my headphones yesterday in one of my bags uh, so that doesn't count if I thought no. I lost it um, no I didn't. No, it should always be a half, though. It should always be a half. It shouldn't be. Only one time was it one and a half, and I lost two. I, t- Actually, I lost three. No one believes. I lost a, a belt. Half. I lost a I'm belt. I'm going over every time. I lost a, a belt, a T-shirt, four things. A belt, a T-shirt, ear pods, and a charger. So I lost four things on my trip to London. And uh, it was a six-day trip, and I lost four things. I'm getting. That's the record. Though. I am getting skewered on Twitter. Why? Because of your Kyle Tucker stuff? No, because I haven't given any uh, open championship updates. You get skewered on Twitter Christo by who? One Lamprecht. Christo Lamprecht is leading. An amateur shot five under 66 today. Stuart Sink shot, how about 68? Is that any good? Stuart Sink, he's like 100 years old. Jordan Spieth is three under through 17. Tommy Fleetwood, three under through 14. Marcel Siem. <laughs> Mon ami Pepe Le Pew is minus three through nine. Wyndham Clark, okay. Did Wyndham Clark win the Open, the U.S. Open? Yes. Is he two under? Yes. Our own Patrick Reed, great guy. Our own, he, you know, he's a member of Carlton Woods. He is. Oh, uh, is he really? Yeah, he's one under. Uh, Kepka one under. I mean, it's just a great, great tournament. Siwoo Kim just dropped a a a spot one under. I they got to clean it up though. There's so many like. It's just they need awesome. To trim down some of the what? Well, like the rough is. So it, oh, and it's hard. brown, so we don't, we can't watch yeah, it. Can we water can, it? Can we, no, they don't water it. No, they don't. What's what I'm saying? It'd be so much better if they watered and really cut down. They on get the enough rough. water. It's called rain. The, there, I don't know if you heard. Get a sickle out there and cut down some of those. Bushes. No, they don't. They don't want a sickle out and there. The, and the and it's called gorse, and they like it. And guess what? All those sand traps are ridiculous. How about a few less sand traps? Well, make it more like an American that's course. What it, <laughs> see, they don't want. They, 
Oh, they're supposed to make their ancient courses more like American yes, courses? That's what we demand. Speak American. <laughs> they do. They you speak you travel to another country? Oh, so my buddy Chris Solis came back from uh, Paris. Weren't you there? I was in Paris. Yeah. yeah. He said. They don't speak. He said, they're not real interested in you when you don't speak. He goes, they let you know that they're not real they interested They were actually, in you. that's how I felt about them. The, the frogs before, I don't feel like that anymore. I, they were very nice this time. They this were? Trip. Yes, they were very nice. Much I, much nicer than they had been in the past. I, think I Chris, couldn't stand those people. I think Chris saw it a little bit different. Yeah, he I, he had a different experience. Not that they were rude, but that they, like, they, just, they weren't, like, happy to see you necessarily. <laughs> no, they, they oh, never. Oh, yeah, yeah, Americans. Like, I don't even know. I wouldn't even know what that feels like. In New York, it's nothing but tourists, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, France, Paris, well, Paris. Paris you tourists. know what they say about New York people? Tourists? Yeah, they're rude. Oh, boy, are they rude, those people. Yeah, but I don't like. I don't even know what that would feel like. No one just, tourists don't come to Houston. Oh, not yeah. Not, they, not, to, not to the, not to not the like levels that, that like we that. would no, know. No, no, no. Not, no not what like do you that. come for Houston for? If you know someone here. Yeah, yeah. But, but as a tourist, what do you have to see? Space Center? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you could go on a food trip. I know a lot of people come down here for food trips where they pre-plan it yeah no we're not the like but we're not yeah that's what i was saying i wouldn't even know what it was like we're can you imagine New York living in or paris? la or vegas or paris. miami yeah exactly right you're living in paris you're like yeah you, you just gotta you think see. it's and if you're living in and you're right las vegas yeah. if you live in vegas it's most of the people nobody's nobody right right are not unless you're just on the outlying areas i wouldn't even know what that's like in houston no there's never been anything where i thought oh these damn tourists <laughs> well we're gonna get that with the world cup we will get yeah, that with we the will World get Cup. our first take yep. because not even it's not even big enough for the you know the college football national championships coming. Well, you'll see a lot of fans yep. around the Galleria area, but how else is that going to impact you really? Yep. All right, so there you have it, a, a golf update. By the way, there's some golf news, but we got to get to a, a little update on our guys who are hurt and played at in Sugarland yesterday. We'll do that on the other side right here on ESPN 97.5. And ninety two five, but right now, Lance, we were t- we are talking about QC. QC Kinetics. Wife was out training just today. As a matter of fact, just this morning, I left. I got up. I saw Splits took a crap in the house. I'm like, God, that's why he won't come back in the room. So I had to clean that up. And I remember, oh, that's right, the wife isn't here because she took off this morning at about five forty five to go run uh, before the heat really sunk in because she's getting ready for the Berlin Marathon and training. In the summer is brutal. However, training for a marathon is something I didn't think would ever happen for her uh, because of her bone-on-bone knee condition. But QC Kinetics really helped. They really helped five different treatments, and that's a very difficult one to deal with. But uh, she's got more mobility back, which means there has been some regeneration in the uh, cartilage. That's an amazing, amazing bit of information. And when you have QC Kinetics, they take restorative. It's the body's healing power, and they concentrate it, and you get a restorative process and regenerative process that is going to uh, is going to regrow the tissue, and it's going to help you. Um, frankly, you know you're going to see damaged tissue start to heal as well. That's why you're going to be able to start to feel less pain and start to do more things, enjoy your life, live your best life with my friends over at QC Kinetics. QCKinetics.com. This is a huge game changer. No more shots, no more pills, no more uh, surgeries. You've got to take a look at QC Kinetics and see if they can help you with your joint pain. 
713-913-5285. ESPN 975.com. Fighter of the Night, man. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Time for me to talk about HRNP. HRNP is just the best place. If you, I, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm mis- meeting with Chris Fisher today, and we're gonna we're gonna hang out and talk about some stuff. But we love what they do for us, and you're gonna love what they do for you. If you're somebody that has a a payroll company that you're not completely satisfied with, if they're not growing with you, or they're making mistakes, or they're not taking care of your listen, it's it's a big deal. They take care of our taxes every year. It's just seamless. It's just easy. It's wonderful. You ask Laura here, our 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 um, CFO, about how good uh, HRP is to us and how easy it is for her. We got we got a one person department because that's all we need. If you're growing, if your payroll department is growing, if your HR department is growing and it's getting out of control, unmanageable because it's just too big. Well, you don't need that. Your business doesn't need if it doesn't matter if you have a thousand, five thousand employees, whatever it is. You, my friends, you could have fifteen, twenty employees and need HRP. So you're looking for the best way to go about this payroll and HR stuff. Uh, we love them. You'll love them too. HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. Currently in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Jose Okriti threw three innings yesterday. I was talking to a buddy about it. I, I, I don't expect him. I, I think they're going to have to get him up. He, he threw 32 his first outing. I think he threw 45 yesterday. Um, he gave up a couple of runs, but I, I think it's going to be still be a little while. It's it ain't a like, minimum of four starts. I yeah, think. I would think. They got to get him numbers up there to a run. Unless you're... You're going to be okay. This will be a bull, like like bullpen game, a bullpen game like the really Rockies did see the, the other day. Do you want to see the bullpen no, that much hell right no. now? No, 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 no. We want him to be go eight innings if he possibly can. It's going to be a slow process for Jose Akiti. Not so much for Alvarez, although I wouldn't. Jordan, he had a single in his first at bat yesterday, where it 107 miles an hour off the bat. So and then he hit into a weak double play with the bases loaded, that was that was costly for them. But <clears throat> I'm not worried about Jordan. Should be able to come back as long as his oblique is fine. He was sick, so maybe he's a little weak. Maybe they wait until I don't know. I didn't hear is Jordan going going to Oakland or is Jordan going to hang out for a while? I do know that Jose Arquiti did go three innings yesterday, and here is Jose talking about his second rehab start. It was very hard, very humid, uh, very hot, but I'm very happy I did that job. Uh, I did like 48 pitches, sorry, 38 pitches, but it was it was very hard outside. So I'm happy uh, for feel great physically and uh, keep it going to my next outing. That is awesome news. He feels great physically. Now they're again. You take this slowly because it was a shoulder injury. You do you do not want him to rush it back, put too much pressure on the arm. I think he, he'll be a little while before he comes back, Jordan, <clears throat> probably a lot sooner. So that'll be – that's good news for our team Yeah, that those two guys – I mean, 
Well, can we get in our can we get an Altuve update at any point? Or so you know what, Lance McCullers will have come back earlier than Urquidy. <clears throat> Remember, Lance McCullers was out all last year, and then yeah. he finally made it back in August. I think he he will have come back earlier last year than Urquidy will this year. I don't think so. I think you by don't? August Urquidy Urquidy will be there. I think by August Urquidy. Well, I mean, we're well, yeah, it is only it's the nineteenth, yeah. but he's got you know two more. 10 days to it may not be 10 days, but I don't know how much they're going to wait. But if you did add 10 days, you're the 29th. If you, um, you, you're probably right. They may not go more than four. They may not go more than four games. Just let, they just have to see if he can get up to 90. Uh, yeah. I don't know that you're going to even, I don't know that you're even going to do that. Listen, (laughs) Belak, a one hitter yesterday over five and a third. Three walks and a one-hitter. The way J.P. France has been... Th- it's unbelievable to me how guys step up time and time and time again for this organization. Which, you know... And, and it's thought to be one of the, you know, one of the worst uh, systems in all of baseball that there's no talent at the, at the minor league level. And yet, guy after guy after guy that comes up, it continues to just perform. So, um... <clears throat> to be able to hold down the fort with all of these injuries the way it's so and everybody well this isn't their year just stay but when, when alive, everybody though. comes back they're staying alive though they're staying alive and what you're hoping for is carl is it is it pena gets on jeremy pena gets on a heater that jordan is fully healthy and that christian javier becomes him he figures out what's wrong and then arkady gives you the depth to go with you know frankly like Blanco and France and Belak have done a nice job no, recently nice. of holding up. Yeah, better so than the top than than two of the top two of the top guys you have in in Javier and, and Hunter Brown. You're right. Uh, Lance started August 13th last year. Yeah, he's going before that. Before that, if he's not back by then, that's not good. To your point, during the break, you go, "Wow, look at this! They're all doing the chomp for Chaz's home run." I couldn't believe how in many the Chronicle people. this morning, Alex Bregman says. I thought it was awesome. I saw a ton of Astros fans and a ton of New Mexico flags. It was cool to see a lot of people from back home that I recognize. They, I mean, there was a lot of orange at Coors Field. Yeah. A lot of orange. Man, are we becoming a, because you know, there are organizations that show up. The Cubs, Cubs fans always show up. Dodgers fans show up. Are we becoming that fan base? Yeah, well, anytime you win. On the road? But anytime you win, now, it's not really cool. I don't know. I don't know if it's cool to be an Astros fan after the the cheating thing. I'm talking about for bandwagon people who are not from Houston. You know, um, you'll see. No, you got to hate us if you're. I've seen rappers wear Houston hats and things like that who are not from Houston. But it's interesting. I, I I, I am curious about, you know, one of the things is lifelong Houstonians, they may not. They go to Texas A&M, to Texas, University of Houston, Baylor, wherever, and then they go get a job wherever else in the country. You know, that happens too, right? It's not just people from around the country come to Houston. There is a lot of people. There are a lot of people from Houston that end up in different. There's a lot of Texans in Colorado. I don't know if you know this or not, but text people in. in I was talking to uh, James Palmer, who used to be here, you know, working for what was it back then, John? Mm-hmm. What was the TV station they had when James Palmer was there? Uh, oh, well, it was one of the – it was what it was – It wasn't Root. It was uh, Comcast. 
Was it? Comcast was Sportsnet, it? Yeah. yeah. So he works. He's worked for NFL Network for a while. He lives in Denver. He goes, God, we are so sick of seeing everybody from Texas move up here. He said, like, Colorado's filled with Texans. Yeah. Like, yeah, the weather. Well, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, it's 100% Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, Jordan says he's going to play tonight uh, against Albuquerque, and uh, then the, the Astros are going to make the decision. They've got – do you send them to Oakland, or do you just wait till we come till they come back here against the Rangers? I think you just wait. I think you wait. You just wait. For like for what? Yeah. You can't beat the A's without you need you Jordan. don't need you don't need and well, you may not just because I know how the Astros show up against the A's for some reason. Um, Sometimes. Yeah, no, they're going to beat their they 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 should. Listen. The way the Rangers are the Rangers haven't lost yet since the All-Star break. So the way that the Rangers are playing, not that it's four and a half games, it's not even August yet. So I know a lot of people and we're watching at Rangers scores Listen, the Rangers are going not going to be the Astros are going to be at the top of the division when this is all said and done. It, it's to me, it's a lock. The Astros are going to be there, especially Jose Urquidy comes back. If Dana Brown makes a nice trade, it's going to boost this organization. I mean, I think that's that's that is something that is not talked about enough is what it does for the locker room when you make that big trade. <laughs> Well, it, unless it, you it lose one of your, unless you lose one of your brothers, <clears throat> which the Astros haven't had to do. No, right. It's all, all their minor trades league guys. have been yep. primarily yep. minor leaguers. Yep, yep, yep. So they haven't, but yeah, you just you just might have to lose. Um, so Jordan uh, said it felt good. He just said it's too hot. They played at eleven. They played a day game yesterday. Jordan's from Cuba too. Cuba's the hottest place I've ever been in my life. Hey, Except they Houston don't play one. any day games in Cuba. No. I don't think they have lights at work. They probably do. <laughs> but you're right. You're Dude, they right. don't have anything that works you're, in Cuba. Uh, they don't have windows. I don't know places. if you heard. Jordan's got a $100 million contract now. He ain't about that day game in Houston life. Okay? Yeah. Uh, no. Who would be? No. No. Who would be? Cheap. And I guess everyone knows about because when I was in L.A., boy, how how you doing in Houston right now? Fine. And I said, uh, I just stay inside. You know what I did the last three days? Outside. You know what I did the last three Golf. Days? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's not too hot. Just go play. Let's you are go. just you are tempting. I'm getting ready for Real Madrid coming next week. I saw. I'm getting ready too. Yeah. Anyway, are you going to the game? Yeah. Are you? I bought tickets a while back. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Me and Alec, I got it for Alec's birthday. Oh, nice. Good My on. son has become as big a soccer fan in just this one year, as big a soccer fan as he is about every sport. Really? It's amazing. He, oh. I mean, he'll tell you everything about NFL also, but and he watches a ton of baseball now. He watched Wimbledon. He's gotten he's gotten locked into that. You know, it's that age where you lock into a lot of different sports. And so it's really cool watching him watch Wimbledon, watching him watch, you know, lock in on Astros baseball or all-star game stuff. Uh, he, but he's just added to the mix. He's just added soccer. It's something that that, that younger people, that's one of their offerings now. Is they'll watch soccer, too, to go along with the other sports. Uh, big story in the NFL is running backs this, this year not getting paid. Uh, we'll hear a bit of a controversial take from the NFL PA president next. It's eight o'clock on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. And right now we are talking, I'm talking about hair. I'm talking about Doc Linville. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you're not having hair. I'm talking about holes in your hair, uh, hairline. Your hairline is receding. I'm talking about the giant nine iron divot out of the back of your head. I'm talking about you feeling great about your hair again. Okay, we did it here. Joel did it. Uh, uh, Jake did it. I did it. Uh, Fred did it. We all love it. It is. Uh, it has been 
uh, really great for me, and it would be great for you too if you did it. Don't be hesitant. It's at least go to nine seven five hair dot com and see why are you going to continue to? Oh, I feel bad about my. Oh, don't feel bad about it. It's affordable. You can do that, and it may not even be that you get the neo grafting. You could get the PRP, where Doc Linville is just going to generate, uh, make make it the hair growth uh, uh, work for you with just your own blood and re-injecting it into your head. That's what the PRP does. So it stimulates your hair growth. If you're looking for a great way to get that hair back again, either you do the neografting, which is wonderful, or you can do the PRP. It's all at Doc, Doc Linville does the best job. It, it is fantastic. The, the whole process is great. 975hair.com, 975hair.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. Look at our family now. 